On this extra rambly edition of Frantic Thoughts, we're going to talk about Telltale, Spider-Man, Donut County, Fortnite Season 6, some Minecraft stuff, some movies, and a bunch of other random things. It's a good time. Welcome to episode 69 Nice of Frantic Thoughts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the weekly video game and entertainment podcast that nobody on this here planet Earth asked for. But here I am talking and rambling to myself every single week for your entertainment, I suppose, or for my sanity or whatever you want to say. <laughs> so this show is just kind of me chilling, having a conversation, and it goes from my vocal cords through the microphone through the power of the internet, I convert it into an mp3 file, and then you download it on your favorite podcast service app, and then you listen to it, and it's all about video games, entertainment, and some random other nonsense, and I don't know why I just went through all of that. But this week, we don't have a topic. There is no topic of the week, per se, but I do want to talk, Just I just want to go off the cup and cuff and it's going to kind of transition into what's happening. So uh, it's been interesting. My brain has been acting crazy. I've been, I feel like I've been going crazy the last week or so. Uh, just kind of like lots of random anxiety, lots of random stress here and there. And some of this is affecting my creativeness, I guess I should say, uh, making videos and doing the podcast. Cause yesterday I did so this is actually going to be recorded a day later than I usually record it. So there will be some more updated news. Um, actually, this one, some of this might be recorded on Friday as well. Just how just how it worked. But um, yeah. Anyway, it just got busy, and I was trying to hang out with Sierra and actually see her because we don't see each other that much. But besides that, um, there's not much of an excuse. The episode's a little late, but I'm not going to apologize because. I still ended up making it, and that is what matters. Hey, Storm. What's up, bud? And that's what I'm going to say is, like, I get this weird ang- anxiousness when I'm making content or I'm creating things that, oh, my God, I'm going to make this and nobody's going to care. And actually, sometimes that is a thing that happens. You, I'll make something and nobody gives a damn about it. But... The thing that I always forget. What's going on, kitty? So yeah, sometimes I, I just got distracted. My cat is locked in the room, so I had to let her out. And then here she is again. Anyway, <laughs> I was saying that sometimes you make something and nobody cares. It, it, that's a factor that you have to deal with when you have a small audience. Or you make something that you think people that you know are going to like. And it just doesn't, you know speak to them and it doesn't really get gain any traction so this is a good example uh let's see i started making minecraft monthly videos i only made like three of them or two of them even maybe so i made one in christmas time last year for 12 frantic days of christmas thinking ooh, people might want to actually see me play minecraft because this is actually something i'm good at right i made it and uh i got decent re- reaction i got not crazy views, but people who watched it liked it. So I said, okay, every month I'm going to do this. So next month, January rolls around. I think it must have been January, right? 
maybe it was must have been January. I don't know. It was the next month. And I put a lot of time into the next one. I play the game for over four hours straight. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I play the game for four hours and I'm going to cut this down into a 22 minute like episode, like a TV length episode. I want to make it interesting. I want to make it go from one section to the other. I want it to make it flow. I want to start something and then finish it and then have something that we would do the next episode, you know, to keep people interested. Hey, buddy. Now she's up here on my chair behind me. Like my profile picture or like my uh, podcast art. Literally like that. That's how she's sitting right now. Anyway, and I know some people actually check the podcast out art. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I spent all this time making this video. And I put, I don't know, 10, 15 hours in cutting it editing it, putting a little montage in there, everything. And I really liked how it came out. It was like 20 something minutes. I don't know if I hit 22 exactly. I put it out. It got three views and maybe not even much more than that. I think it got up to 10 views altogether. And that's, it was a bummer. Like I'm like, damn, I put so much time and energy into this and nobody cared. And that's okay, because, you know, I made it because I liked to make it. I had a good time making it. And then when I go back and watch it, I'm like, that's a really good video. I'm proud of that video. It's just a little bit of a bummer that more people didn't see it. So this is the anxiety that comes in every single time I make content, even when I'm making this right now. When I turn these on, when I push play, uh, press record, I sit here and I'm like, okay, is anybody gonna get even gonna give a fuck? But then this podcast proves that people actually start to c catch on and start to actually like stuff when you you're consistent and you make interesting things. And I feel like I do make an interesting show that can keep people interested. I said interested like eight times, and you know that's my tick where I notice something that I do and then I mention it on the show because I know a lot of people when I listen to shows and somebody says a word like 10 times. I'm like, dude, you just said that like 10 times. What the hell? <laughs> so, I mean, I do that too. So I'm like, you know, might as well bring attention to it in it. doesn't make me feel as self-conscious about it, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's such a little anxiety thing. It's nothing crazy, but this happens to me all of the time. And that's my excuse for not doing more stuff, more not making more stuff. And then I beat myself up. This is not like people are banging my door down like, Josh, Josh, come on, let's make a video, make a video, make a video. It's my brain telling me like, hey, why am I not making more stuff right now? Why am I not doing more stuff? I have a million ideas and I never translate, translate that into a finished product. And I know this is probably a boring topic. We'll move on in a second. But I just want to say like this type of anxiety is normal. I know it is because I'm not the only one that has this and I've known people that have, have this exact same thought go through their head when they create things or when they are just about their daily lives. I am like one of the most anxious people in real life. If you ever meet me in person, I will be very quiet. I will observe you from a distance until I get comfortable with you and then I'll talk to you. Uh, that's just how I've always been and that's just how I am and I know that's awkward and I know that's like a something I maybe should grow out of or whatever but that's just how I've always been and um so if you meet me and I'm really awkward that's why <laughs> um it takes me a long time to get comfortable around people and that's a normal and you know it's fine at least that's uh what I tell myself 
because maybe that's just something I do. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I'm very nervous around people. That's just how I've always been. But that, I think that's okay. I mean, I think that's okay. You know what, guys? This is episode 69. You know, 69? Because apparently that's a, a important number or something. It, it, it's a silly number. Let's, let's say the least. I don't know what I'm saying now. Uh, let's see. So uh, me giving myself projects to do makes me come out of my shell, destroys that anxious tendencies. It's going to be there. But then when I get the positive reactions and I make some great stuff, I feel better. The anxiety goes away. And um, I've just been stuck on that anxious spot in my brain for a few weeks now, over a month. Um, But one day you'll go and I'll be like, hey, I made five YouTube videos. Or, hey, I'm making 12 videos for Christmas because that's going to happen. So, yeah, and then Extra Life is happening too next month. So, yeah, it'll happen. And I'm just rambling about myself. So I'm going to stop talking about that. (laughs) um one more thing i'm going to mention very quickly i'm not going to get into politics with this much so if you don't agree with me that's fine i understand whatever but um this trial for the supreme court stuff it's not a trial it's a hearing for the supreme court where they had dr ford she's somebody comes forward about a supreme court nominee named Kavanaugh, and uh, she had sexual harassment, you know, stuff with him when she was a teenager, stuff happened, and there's been this huge hearing, it's been kind of this crazy circus of people, it's just been this insane ride, I've been following it ever since it started, and that thing has been just really frustrating me, making me so angry all the time, and I just don't know where to place that anger, so I'm just venting here for a second that that situation just really sucked, and I really feel like crap that she had to go through that, and that feels like, it feels horrible that we have to have that conversation that, oh, you know, the guy that is running to be part of the biggest court in the land has a lot of serious allegations against him that we don't really know what's going to happen right now as of of this recording but this thing has been going on all day long all day and here is my place to talk about it because I try to keep every other place positive you know this place I try to be a little more real with you guys and this whole situation just sucked and I really hated it and it's been bumming me out like crazy. I know people, I have people in my life that I love and I care about, some strong, amazing women in my life that have went through similar situations as what she went through and I cannot imagine the pain they went through and the hardship they go through, the stuff they think about, that stuff they cannot get out of their brain that's eating away at them. They're already strong enough as it is living every single day with those thoughts in their brains, you know, with those memories, those painful things that happen to them. And then have this lady come out the world stage, basically, everybody's watching all eyes on her and tell her story is one of the bravest things I've seen anybody ever do. If you want to see a real life superhero, you want to see a real life hero, go watch some of her telling her story go support everything that happened 
on that side. Don't be on the other side because I guess I guess I shouldn't tell you what side to be on. That's for you to decide. Sorry, being my mic. I'm being very uh, uh, animated with my hands while I talk with this because it's been in in my in the back of my brain and I can't talk too much. I don't want to talk too much on my Twitter because my Twitter's supposed to be fun and positive. I'm supposed to be like complaining about Kingdom Hearts or talking about Spider-Man or oh my god, why does Sony do this? Oh, you guys are silly gooses. You know, I'm supposed to be not I'm not supposed to be. I choose to be that way on social media. And this just got under my skin and I hate that she had to do this, but she is a hero for standing up and telling her story like that because I know I have never been through that. I can't I can't imagine how they feel these these brave amazing women. But for her to stand up there and tell her story so boldly like that while everybody was all eyes on her is just beyond measure. It's beyond respect and I it's just been crazy. So that's that's a continued situation and I just I was really bummed out reading about it, seeing what was going on, all the accusations flying, all the people arguing about this stuff. And you know what? I believe survivors and I stand behind these women that have been through this shit. So that's all I'm going to say about it. If you guys don't want to continue listening to me for saying these things, that's fine. I understand. But I was very bummed out and it really had a negative impact on my day the last couple days and that's that it was just one of those things that i couldn't get out of my mind i couldn't stop thinking about it and it was just like i said it was under my skin it was digging at me a bit so got that off my chest a bit it felt pretty good so <laughs> i know that's it's kind of a bad thing to say maybe i don't know it, it it's just one of those things like i just had to talk about it somewhere and it was just right there in the back of my mind and i couldn't get off of it so we're gonna change the subject now (laughs) and this is gonna be what's happening we're going right into what's happening no musical interlude this time we're just gonna go straight into it i got my very first platinum on a sony console which obviously would be spider-man because i've been talking about that game a lot um there is a faction in that game i won't say who they are because it kind of it's a little minor spoiler i don't want to spoil anything at all I can help it but there is a faction in the game that are very hard to beat that was the only this is the only complaint i really have about doing all the side stuff because i did all of the side stuff i even did some extra i didn't even know wasn't a trophy but i did it anyway um got 100 on all the trophies and then you have to 100 every district and there's five different i think there's five different factions that you have to fight in every district and they each have their own like safe houses you got to go fight into and there's one faction that's one of the more powerful ones that just sucked to fight in my opinion and i got really burned out on fighting them because they were basically punch sponges and bullet sponges and your webs didn't really work that good on them and that's my main complaint with the game besides that spider-man is on the uh, up there uh game of the year list for me it's gonna be a tough tough decision by the end of the year this year but i just want to say i got my first platinum and i'm probably never going to platinum another game ever again unless the platinum's easy of course 
I feel like Spider-Man was a special case because I enjoyed my time in that world so, so much. So if there's another game that does that to me and I'm like, dude, I beat the story. There's so much more I want to do in this world. I want to be in here. I want to keep on living in here. I want to keep on swinging. I want to keep on being Spider-Man. That's why I did that one. So if there's another game like that, maybe I'll do a platinum again one day. But it's nice to see that one platinum trophy there and know that is one of my favorite games on the PlayStation 4 even it's one of my favorite superhero games it's like up there it's probably top two to three superhero games so that's a really high and high high thing to say and the stuff that complain like people complained about that bothered them didn't really bother me as much and i'm not going to go into that because that's all spoilery stuff but i'm sure other podcasts have talked about it but i just choose not to so yeah some of the more annoying things like stealth puzzles if you played the game, you know what I'm talking about. Those people were complaining about them. I think they were fine. And I pretty much liked everything about the game besides those harder factions. So that was that game. Spider-Man's awesome. Obviously, we talked about it a lot already. We'll continue on here. I played through a little mini indie game called Donut County. This game is fun as hell. It's a very short game. It's maybe two to three hours at the most if you do everything and you talk to every character in the game many thoughts on it i thought about doing maybe a review of this maybe i don't know it's a good game though uh i love the humor in it very funny made me laugh multiple times and the puzzle mechanic the mechanic main mechanic in the game is you control a hole in the ground that when it's when stuff you go underneath stuff and it falls through the hole it gets bigger so you can kind of suck up more and more things in the world and the puzzles are based around that and the puzzles are very easy It's a very chill game, really funny writing, great characters, beautiful art. It's worth your time. It's cheap as hell. I think you can get it for like 10 bucks on consoles. I forgot how much I paid. I bought it when it came out and I can't remember. I know it's on phones though for $5 and I think that it would play really good with touchscreen too. So I recommend Donut County highly. It's a great game. Um, It's not like it's not mind blowing. I would, I'll say that much, but if you want a good chill time where you're just relaxing, get a couple good chuckles in there, you'll have a good time with it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I've been playing more of The Messenger. I feel, I, I love this game a lot, but I feel like near where I'm at, I think I'm about seven hours in, maybe more. I'm, I feel like I'm playing this game a long time, and it's fantastic. I'll start off by saying that, but I feel like I'm kind of burning out on it already. I'll try to stick it out to the end. We'll see if I actually beat it. But something else comes along that kind of distracts me. I might just stop playing. But that's a bummer because it's such a fun game. And it's really well put together. But I'm not having as much fun with the later stages. But that's just... Maybe that's just my mind like wandering as I play or something. Because it's just kind of like... This is fun, but uh, I think I'm good. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll give it some more time. I'm not going to put it down yet. But I feel like I'm getting there, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, so that's it for my gaming this week. I haven't really done, been doing a lot m- much else. A lot much else. That, that's not a word at all. Um, but I have been pl- watching a couple of things here. We're going to go through these pretty fast. There's a movie that came out with Jack Black and Kate Blanchett. And some newcomer kid, which is the main character. It's a kid's movie. But this is a, a fun flick it really is i had a good time with it it's called house with the clock in its walls and has the longest movie title ever (laughs) 
but it is about Jack Black has a mansion that has a clock in the walls and he's a warlock and the kid is his nephew that comes to live with him and antics ensue and it's one of those movies that reminds me of like a late 90s fun maybe even like has some 80s to it too because it actually has some sort of like kind of scary scenes in it and if I was a kid, there would be a couple scenes in here that would scare me, but wouldn't scare me too much. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like that kind of like eighties horror where it's like, this is scary, but it's not like scary, scary. If that makes sense. It's like scary. Cause it's fun. Scary. That's what I'm trying to say. I guess I think that made sense. Uh, but yeah, I had a, I had a blast with it. Jack Black's always awesome. Kate Blanchett's amazing actress. And they had like this little rapport where they would, go off of each other and tell little with like make fun of each other and stuff. And that was a black. It was funny. It was good. Um, I think if you have a kid, this is a great Halloween movie. If, if you like, Hey, I want to get in that Halloween spirit. Even if you don't have a kid, if you want to just get in that Halloween spirit, that's a great movie to go see. I liked it a lot. Not like best movie ever, but a really entertaining little horror comedy action movie worth your time i think it's good so uh we've also been watching dragon prince which is a netflix show by the creators of avatar i feel like i talked about it a little bit maybe i didn't i always forget i have a very bad memory (laughs) but uh short short and sweet is fantasy with magic and it's about the dragon prince which is in the title. Uh, the animation is the only thing that bu- bugs me a little bit. It feels like some scenes there's a little bit less frames of animation than other frames. And it looks a little weird, but when it, animation is good, it's amazing. The characters are fun. I say fun a lot too, don't I? <laughs> the characters are very well developed and they have a lot of humor and entertaining moments. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like this now. I uh, need to stop. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's worth your time too. It's very short. I think it was like three hours, something like that. Uh, they're 20 minute episodes. There's like nine episodes. So whatever that turns out to be, that's about three hours. So yeah, three hours or so. And it's a great time. I had a good I liked it a lot, and uh, it remind has the Avatar vibes, but it's not just a repeat of Avatar, which I'm good with that. As long as there's things with Avatar bo- vibes in in the world, I am a okay with that. <laughs> um, also, it's not news, but they are making a live action Avatar TV show, I think, or is that a movie? Something like that for Netflix soon, and they're in production with that, and I'm excited. So there's that. I think that is it. Oh, wait. I watched, what was it called? Rise of the Turtles. This is not in my notes, but I just remembered about it. Hold on. Let me get a, I need to get a timer up here. I always forget to do the timer now. I, I'm so professional, guys. I'm so professional. Uh, Rise of the Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I watched the first couple episodes of this. It's the one that you see on your Twitter ads. You see around with the weird turtle style, turtle art style. It's a 2D animated Ninja Turtle show. I think the humor in it is good. I think it's a decent kids show. Uh, it didn't blow me away. It didn't really remind me too much of the old turtles either. It feels like it's its own thing, so that's fine with me. Um, 
I'm not a fan of the turtle style either. I think they look a little off and a little weird. So if you go look up this, it's Rise of the Turtles. And they have like big buck teeth on all the characters. And then like all the characters are different size. Raph's like gigantic. You're like, okay. The animation is fluid. It looks stunning. The color choices and color palette per scene are just perfect. I like that about the, the show. But I didn't really like the mod character designs and i feel like the the humor is a little too amateurly or amateur is that the word it's not the word it's not it uh kiddish kitty it's a little too like little kid orientated for me uh what's really cool is april o'neill is a black girl which i don't think i've seen in anything else so that's awesome i love seeing representation in media that's freaking rad i love seeing that the show isn't for me I'm going to say that right out the gate, but I think some little kids, if you have a little kid that likes Ninja Turtles, I would give it a shot and see if they like it, but definitely not aimed towards the people that grew up with Ninja Turtles. It's more aimed for a kid's audience. It's very obvious from the promotion for, from watching the first few episodes, and I do get tired when people are really kiddies. Uh, they're never going to stop. They're never going to stop. Um, I do get tired when there is 45-year-old guys complaining like, this looks like shit. This looks horrible. I do get a little frustrated when I see that. Like, dude, it's not made for you. Like, just chill. <laughs> I know some people will joke about it like, you know, whatever. This looks like crap. And that's the internet. But for me, my, my little weird tick is I go, dude, it's not that big of a deal. It's a kid's show, you know. But it is what it is. And uh, I get it. I have nostalgia for Ninja Turtles too. I might be younger than a lot of people that have nostalgia for Ninja Turtles, but that shit was happening when I was growing up too. We had the uh, one, two, and three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. That shit was right when I was a kid. I loved the hell out of those movies. I watched the 80s cartoon on repeat. I had the VHS tapes. I had the toys. I had the games. Oh, T Ninja Turtles. Uh, I should do some, an episode all about Ninja Turtles. I love them a lot. Um, Turtles in Time. I never actually owned that game. But we rented it all the time, and I played it to death. I love Turtles in Time. Such a good game. So when I see some weird character design, like the Michael Bay movies, those movies, I didn't love them. The designs were just horrid. They looked terrible. They looked just really bad. And the storyline was kind of meh. And this is leagues above that. This cartoon is leagues above that. So, yeah, of course, I have the nostalgia for the old shows just like these people do. And so when I'm like, why are these people complaining? I get it. But it, I just get frustrated for some reason. I don't know why. So I don't know why. It's whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I would say recommend just give it a shot. It, some people might actually enjoy it even if the character designs aren't for you. The show is actually... Very Ninja Turtle-y. It's just not the Ninja Turtles we know. <laughs> so I think that's it for what's happening and the topic and all that. We're going to go finish up the show with the next part. That was a lot. Hello and welcome to Recommendation Minutes. It's one minute of recommending something that you might not have thought about checking out in the past. 
So we're going to start that in three, a two, a one. So today we're going to talk all about the band by Jack Black. Jack Black has a rock metal band. If you didn't know this, wait, where did my timer go? I need to see the timer. Okay. He has a metal band or rock band called Tenacious D. They're a comedy duo. They had an HBO show. They had a movie called Pick of Destiny, which is really good. They have a new series coming out that's all hand-drawn. They drew it themselves. It's not really animated, I wouldn't say. It's more like slides, I guess. It's fun. It's called Post-Apocalypto. The first episode just came out. Check that out for sure. Go listen to their self-titled album, though. That is my favorite Tenacious D content. It's called Tenacious D. has tribute on there, and that's probably their most popular song. Funny guys, great, great music, really fun to listen to. Go listen to some Tenacious D and chill. It's awesome. And that was it for Recommendation Minute. It's the news of interest. All of the news from the past week condensed into a really frantic little segment. See what I did there? See what I did there? No, you didn't. You know, because um, for some reason my name's Frantic Online, and uh, I said Frantic there in the segment, and this is episode 69, and that is apparently a sex number. And, um, nice. Anyway, we got Fortnite Season 6. Oh my god, guys, let's talk about Fortnite. Because I know everybody loves to talk about Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. Okay, only thing, there's only two things I want to talk about from this. First off, they change the map. They always do. Second, there are pets you can have in your backpack. And they are cute as fuck. We got a doggy. We got a lizard. And we got a dragon. And they animate and they react to stuff that's going on. If you jump out of the plane, or bus I guess it is. If you jump out of the bus, they do little call outs the dog will bark the dragon make a little flame come out i think i haven't actually seen that one i just assume <laughs> but that's cute as fuck and they're adorable and i want one and i'll probably play the game just to get one anyway they added playstation added crossplay support so this has been asked for for a long time so people with xbox accounts playstation accounts switch accounts mobile accounts can all play together now in one server which is that's awesome. That's something that should be in every game. So play, basically, basically, Lily, basically, <laughs> basically, Sony changed its policy around crossplay, and hopefully, this is going to be something that that's going to happen going forward. They say they're going to have more third-party support in the future, and their PR statement was kind of dumb. I think the reason they blocked it was dumb. I feel like this has been a switch they could have flipped at any point. And just now they decided to do it. That's just my opinion. I don't think I have no insider knowledge, obviously. I'm just a fan. But I love PlayStation. Don't get me wrong. This is a weird choice to do it this way. I don't know why they didn't just do it in the beginning when the backlash started. Why don't they just change the policy then? They made this shit happen pretty quickly when all was said and done. But uh, it was kind of a bummer that it took this long. I feel like it would have been done already. 
and I really hope this is a normal thing that happens going forward. Let's see Call of Duty crossplay, guys. Let's see Destiny crossplay. Let's see cross progression. So if I have a character in Destiny 2 on my PlayStation account, I can transfer that to my Xbox account or vice versa or my PC account, whatever. Let's see this be a norm. This should be the norm. This should be what we want as consumers. We should every single game should have this option because this is only positive for all platform holders if you think about it in the long run. Think about it this way. <clears throat> I have a lot of friends on Xbox. But I don't I probably won't buy a game on Xbox over PlayStation if I have the choice. That's just my preference. I choose to play on PlayStation. I like the controller. I like the ecosystem. That's just my choice. That's where I like to live. That's where I like to game most of the time. But if I have a buddy, let's say Fallout 76 comes out, which comes out pretty soon. The beta is on October 30th. That's more news, but I'm not going to talk about too much about that. Uh, but let's say I have a buddy like, hey, dude, let's play some Fallout 76. All right, cool. What do you want? Xbox. Well, uh, I'm good. You know, I might not say it like that. I'd be like, eh, I don't know if I want to buy it for Xbox. I don't have an X. I have a Pro. So it's like, do I want to buy it on Xbox? Do I want to get the lesser version? I will get the better version. Or even if I had an X, I'd probably still want to play it on PlayStation over Xbox. That's just my preference. And the thing is, is let's see, let's say I bought, let's just say I bought Fallout 76 for PlayStation without talking to anybody. And then I find out everybody's playing on Xbox. I have no opportunity to play with them on Xbox. And that just bums me out. So I'm just saying it get it's positive for all platforms because if there's people on other platforms you want to play with, say you don't have on the consoles like I do, like my nerdy ass does. Say you just have a PlayStation, but your buddies are playing on Xbox, you're probably not going to be buying that game at all in the first place. But if your buddies have the Xbox, you got your PlayStation, you're like, let's play. That should be a normal everyday thing. And this is a positive thing because... If any game could have done this, it's Fortnite. It's the biggest game out there. There are console bundles that just have the Fortnite logo on it now for all the consoles. That's how big this thing is. I literally saw a kid doing the L, take the L Fortnite dance at my job the other day. That's how big this game is. This game is a cultural phenomenon. Even though people don't want that to be a thing, people like to hate on the popular thing. I think it's a good game. I think Fortnite's a good game. I don't think it's that the craziest and most amazing game ever. But if anything that has this cultural relevance, this importance to all three platform holders, could do anything is make it to where crossplay works across all the platforms, which is cool. And I'm really happy that it's finally happening. I hate how wishy-washy PlayStation is. Xbox feels like they are trying to be as consumer friendly as possible. And PlayStation just kind of feels like they fought their way. Like the consumer had to push and push and push and push and push and talk about this until it happened. It wasn't like Xbox where it's like, bam, it's happening. We're there. It took a while. So hopefully it doesn't take too much longer for other games to support this new cross play initiative. Because they said in their PR talk, that there are other third third parties that they're talking to. So we'll see how this goes in the future. And we'll talk about it when it happens. That was a long story. And this one's going to be pretty long too. Sorry. <laughs> Telltale Games shut down. <sighs> this one was a huge bummer. And it's 
it, it sucks. So, tell, so basically what happened, I have the story here in front of me, but I'm going to kind of go off of what I've heard and what I know about this story. They got everybody in a room. They said, okay, today is the last day here. All you guys are gone. You have 30 minutes to get your stuff and get out. Mass layoff, 250 people fired on the spot. Nobody knew about it except for the upper management. They fired everybody. Gone. Walking Dead, final season's canceled. All the stuff they hadn't planned, Wolf Among Us Season 2. Let's see what else was there. The Stranger Things game, all canceled. They're keeping 25 people on board just to finish up Minecraft Story Mode for Netflix. So you can play it in browsers and stuff on Netflix or on their Netflix apps. So it's more like a interactive story. And that thing is like a contract contractual thing that they have to follow through with with Netflix. So they're going to finish that up. But the entire studio just got just destroyed. There are people who moved. Uh, I've seen these. These are all, you know, circumstances I, I heard about throughout the week. This happened on Friday, I think, was when it broke. So there's somebody that moved across country to work there. And then a week later, they got fired. There is no severance pay for one. There's no... The health insurance, I think they had nine days left on their health insurance after this day. That's it. And they another thing, they live in the Bay Area in California. One of the most expensive places to live in the United States. And uh, this country, this country, this company just fucking sucks. This, this is just terrible what they did to these people. They need... And there, I think there's a there's a class action lawsuit that they are trying to push through because in California there are laws around all of this stuff. I'm not really familiar with the laws, so I'm not going to try to figure it out or read it here. But it, there's laws about mass layoffs that they think they're against that 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 they uh, violated. So hopefully something will come of that. Maybe these people will get some severance eventually. But right now they're just kind of screwed, which is shitty. And it really sucks. Um, and then there's, of course, the gamers that are complaining. They want that last season of The Walking Dead to be finished. So Telltale releases a very tone-deaf statement like, oh, maybe we'll hire outside studio to finish The Walking Dead last season. And then I'm a lot of people are like, uh, what? Just pay the people that you fired. Pay them severance. That's more important than a video game. And, of course, to a lot of these stupid fans... You know, food doesn't matter to these developers, right? Who cares? Make my fucking game. You know, that's just how they think. And that shit sucks. I hate when people are like that. But that's just the internet, I guess, sometimes. But yeah, these. I hope most of these people land on their feet. There's job fairs going around, like Ubisoft's helping out other companies. And it looks like a lot of these people will get work. But there's still going to be a good amount of people that don't find work. Or quit the games industry because of this terrible situation. We might miss out on some really great creators because this company didn't manage their employees properly and screwed them all over. Huge bummer. And I hope all those people land on their feet. That really sucks. I have never been in a situation like that personally. And I can't imagine just your entire life getting uprooted in an instant like that. So that just... That's a down note. There's another down note here. We're, we're, we're a lot of down notes today. <laughs> but yeah, that just sucks. It sucks. So play a Telltale game. 
go to Twitter, share, tell, tell memories, tell everybody, hey, I loved your stuff. Because I know the creators that are out there that made those games, that put a lot of love and passion in them, will love to hear that. And go, f- you know, just, I think it was hashtag Telltale Memories on Twitter. And I know they're looking at those hashtags and stuff. That's pretty awesome. So, terrible situation. Really big bummer. Um, I know a lot of people are pushed, are bringing up video game unions again. I know about unions from my job because we always have the anti-union propaganda feels like, oh, you can't unionize. Don't talk about unions. You know, they do that at jobs like I'm at. So I understand why union, why unions are important. And I think that they do need to get a video game union. And I don't know anything about this shit. So don't, I mean, I know what it is. I don't know how they would form one. I don't know any of that. But I do know that it seems like that would be the most positive step for that in, in, that for that particular industry, but I could be completely wrong. I'm not a part of it. I'm just an outsider looking in, reading coverage, and making an educated guess, an educated thought. That's just an educated thought about the situation after reading all the articles and listening to podcasts and all of that. So I know there is a video game union, a workers union, that is trying to come get off the ground and i know from what it looks like that would be a positive step forward for that industry and stuff like this might happen again in the future but if there was a union people would have that cushion to where they could you know get some severance and not be completely royally fucked when they get fired (laughs) so yeah that's that situation terrible and uh, it just makes me really want to go play some Telltale games, honestly. So, a couple of quick hits here and we'll get out of here for this week. This ended up being a lot longer than I expected because I'm really exhausted today, surprisingly. But yeah, apparently Skrillex is going to be uh, making the Kingdom Hearts 3 theme song. <laughs> oh, what did I just do? I hit enter. Whoa. Oh, okay. It didn't do anything. Don't worry, guys. We're still here. Okay. Um, Yutada Hikaru, she makes all of the Kingdom Hearts like theme songs. She made Sanctuary. She made Simple and Clean. Oh, that sounded terrible. I'm not even going to subject you guys to that. She made Simple and Clean. And she made Don't Think Twice. So if you watch any Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer, the song in the background. I don't even know if that sounded good. Sorry. <laughs> is what she made and that was going to be the original theme song for the game but they were going to have skrillex come in and re like remix that for like the intro to the game for the theme but then they actually teamed up together and decided hey let's make a new song and it's called face my fears and that will be the new theme the main theme for kingdom hearts and then don't think twice will be like a secondary theme so it'd be more fast-paced and electronic sounding and i know skrillex doesn't do shitty dubstep anymore I know he does more experimental electronic music. So hopefully this is a positive thing because <laughs> I, I, I literally thought Skrillex and I thought some of his horrible dubstep that he used to make. And then that was the first thought. And then I thought, oh, no, he's actually been doing other stuff recently. And I looked some of it up and some of it was OK. So there's that <laughs> uh, Minecraft. This is the last thing is really quick. They have Minecraft Earth, which is tomorrow. 
and they are doing a big update to the biomes. They just did this underwater, amazing underwater update. I have not actually played, and I really want to play it. I don't know why. I just haven't played it yet. But they're going to try to, they're going to let people vote. That's the cool part. They're going to do either a desert update to add palm trees and meerkats, or a taiga update where they put, would put berries, foxes, and campfires, or a savanna update, which they would add palm trees, a new type of wood, and what was it termites there was one more oh uh ostriches so you can vote for which biome they're going to update first they're going to do all this stuff eventually i want a cute little meerkat that's what i want <laughs> well, i don't know why i'm bringing up this story these stories are very small i just had a lot of stuff pulled up here but i think that's it for the show a little rambly a little serious here and there i think it was a good one i had a good time making it Hope you guys had a good time listening. Uh, we'll have conversations about the stuff I talked about. Telltale. We can talk about the serious stuff I talked about in the middle there. We can talk about anxiety. We can talk about Kingdom Hearts. Whatever you guys want to talk about. The best way to communicate this stuff is either follow me on Twitter. At Frantic Society. Frantic. S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. Or go over to the Cartridge Club forums. That's cartridgeclub.org slash forum. You click on Frantic Thoughts. Click on episode 69. Nice. And leave a comment about the episode. We'll have a conversation. I always go in there and I'll go in depth. We'll talk. If you guys leave a long comment, I will comment on every single section of it. I will have a conversation. I like that. It's really fun for me to keep the conversation going. Actually, go over the forums and go to a couple of the threads there. There's like a What You've Been Playing thread. You can talk about the game of the month. It's a good time over there. They are an awesome group of people and I enjoy their company and their conversations so I always appreciate them a lot that didn't sound very genuine but I really do appreciate the Cartridge Club sorry sorry guys no I'm just kidding you guys know I, I'm serious about that I'm a little overzealous about it sometimes anyway I think that's about it go over to my YouTube that's bit.ly slash frantic sub the goal is to have videos very shortly, and we'll just see how it goes. But I do plan to make some, and I have very specific things I wanna make. So hope that turns out the way I am imagining it, and uh, that's about it for this week. I'm rambling to the point of nauseam now. So thank you so much for listening to Frantic Thoughts. I hope you guys like, oh, I don't even know what I'm saying now. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. And we will catch you on the next one. Also, follow Trade Papercast at Trade Papercast. There's a new episode very soon. Thank you so much and goodbye. Bye. And remember this week, take a moment for yourself. Take a moment to reflect on everything that's going on in your life. Take a moment to unwind, to relax, to find your center. It's important to feel centered. It's important to feel relaxed. It's important to have those moments of downtime when everything else seems so insane, so ridiculous, so outlandish that you can't even believe how everything is going 
in these times, it's important to take a second and just remember that it can get better and it will get better. Put those positive vibes out into the world. Sit there and reflect on everything that you have done to put negative vibes in the world. Try to outweigh those negative vibes you put out in the past. And when you take that next step, when you put that next foot forward, think to yourself how many things are positive and wonderful in your life. Focus on that. And then try to put that positive energy back into the world. And just try to be as peaceful as possible, even when everything else seems to be crumbling around you. I love you. Love yourself. You're worthwhile. Have a great week, guys.